Hey everybody, welcome to Darisha's podcast, Elite Mastery. I created this um, series of podcasts because I felt that um, there's lots of information out there to inspire and motivate individuals like myself and people that I work with uh, throughout the year and all the speeches and talks that I do. So throughout the month and throughout the year, I'll be interviewing people who are experts in their fields and I consider them as masters. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another session of one of my podcasts. And you know, sometimes you actually work with the best and you don't realize uh, that you have the best gems in the, in the house. And um, today I want to introduce you to one of my very dearest friends, and I'm honored to call him my friend and also my business partner. And our paths cross every day. And I thought, hang on a second, I haven't done a podcast with you yet. And um, as, as my honor, he accepted, and I would like to introduce you to Pascal Mboa, uh, my dearest friend, my business partner, and somebody I respect very, very much. Welcome. Oh, man, such a, an honor to me to be here with you, to enjoy actually this moment with you. Thank you so much for, for having me, but also for, for being an awesome guest. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, host, about the host. Well, now, you are a now guest. Your, your house became my house. I'm like host, guest, host, guest. Thank you. Thank you it's, so it's, much. It's our honor. It really is. Um, now, we got introduced through a mutual friend, my cousin. And very quickly, I felt there was a bond. Very quickly. Like within half an hour of meeting each other. And and to me, it's got stronger and stronger. So, um, and not many. I'm an, I'm an introvert. And I don't say that to many people. So, Thank you. it's every time I meet you, it's a pleasure having a chat I always learn something but what I like to do is the audience who don't know you I would like you to introduce uh, yourself to the audience please a little bit of background where are you from uh, Mboa and then you end up in Belgium I believe correct uh, Ukraine Ukraine beg your yeah. pardon in yeah. Ukraine that's yeah. right um, well, how did you end up there how long were you there then how did you come to Dubai I know you have an, a really amazing um, you're very competitive uh, you, were, you, had, you were a professional sportsman, so please share it with us. Ah, I'm going to go everywhere now with my energy. You know, I love to share my story. Go. So, I'm beginning, beginning, I'm from Cameroon, right, from Cameroon. Cameroon is just a country in the center part of Africa. And I left my country when I was around 21 years or 22. Um, it was just my dream, right? It was my dream, and before me... I guess that only one person in my family, in my mom's family, had left the country, right, um, to go live abroad, and that was my grandpa. And he didn't stay there, he was kind of um, going and coming back, going and coming back, right? So for me, I, I look around me and I was like, man, I want something different, right? I want to be a pioneer of something in my family first. So around age 22 when i got my bachelor i was doing a bachelor a french bachelor once i closed that i was like okay i need to go i supposed to go to france actually so you speak fluent french i do speak is my first language wow. that's the first language so i i was meant to go to france to do my master degree and then i had this friend who came is like hey i live in ukraine and it's a great country you know and you know what you you do play football so they have opportunity there and I'm like, okay, if I go to France, then I will only have to study. If I go to Ukraine, I can study and I can play. And football was my, my go-to, my passion, right? So I didn't tell to anyone. Like my mom didn't know, my dad didn't know. I saved my own money. And then I came one week before my trip and I say, hey mom, because I wasn't living in the same town with my mom at that time. So I came, I say, hey mom, you know what? I'm leaving Cameroon. And she was like, what? What do you mean you're in Cameroon? I'm like, I'm going to Ukraine. This is my passport. This is my visa. I'll see you next time. And my mom was so shocked. But she understood that from the beginning, like early age, I was this type of person who takes decision on his own, right? So I went to Ukraine. Unfortunately, fortunately, it wasn't the dream that my, my friend sold me, right? So I reached there. The football wasn't the thing. And the school, the, the school itself wasn't the thing, right? So I ended up going to school, doing master that I didn't want because the first year I had to study in Russia. Like, you know, I had to study in do Russia. Do you speak Russian now? I do speak Russian oh, now. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> wow. 
You speak Ukrainian? Oh, no, no, I don't speak Ukrainian because over there you have the choice to take Russian or Ukrainian. So oh. Ukrainian is a little bit small compared to Russian. So I ended up spending some three, three and a half years over there. And then the same dream came back to me after three years, a friend telling me that, hey, you know what, why are you struggling here? Because I was really, I was really struggling in, in Ukraine. I had no finances on my own and black people are not allowed to work over there, right? So all we Seriously, do- Seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. just because you're color? At that time, yeah. At that time, you're black people, you're a black person, you, you don't really have work like we don't work we we, we pay for tuition fees we go to school but we have no job so the little job that you can get is like construction things and they don't really pay you did right? you get paid playing football oh yeah i did i did i did but for a very very short time because once i once i got my gold opportunity in ukraine and i had an agent who wanted to get some money out of me and that time i didn't have in any call me right so i call back home trying to get some money from my family members and they're like oh no i don't have money i don't have money then the opportunity of dubai came a friend another friend says you know what we do play football in dubai you should come i'm like man right now i have no money right i have no money how do you want me to come um to dubai and try again something that i've done here that didn't work so that was a period and in the period was i was trying to figure out if i have to go back to cameron because i didn't have money with me now and i couldn't work to sustain myself now mind you the only job that you can do in ukraine as a black person is construction job you know this little little, little job and those are the only thing that can just help you to get bread okay it's not something that you can save and become rich so I was like, you know what? I'm doing pretty much better in my country, right? Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a certified, I'm a, I, have a, I have a degree. So if I go back home, I can make it happen instead of, you know. Making ends meet. That's it. So then I have this wonderful friend, a lady, Nina. She came to my room and she knocked. And then she said, I'm going to give you a thousand dollars you go to your, uh, to Dubai. It is, oh, listen, it was her money for university. And, and I just become emotional when I, 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 think, I think of it, you know, but that is the truth. So she came and then she said, I'm she going to- She was Ukrainian? No, 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 she's from Cameroon. Oh, wow. She's from Cameroon. So she came and she said, I'm going to give you thousand, thousand $1,000. And I supposed to pay my, my, my university fees next three months. So please just make sure that you give you get it back to me um, within three months. Okay, I trust you. I know that you're bleeding and go and just make it happen. So I, I took the thousand, right? I took the tags on the time god, I time Nina and, and I went up and I came to Dubai. I used all the money, right? All the money that Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, this is mine. This is, thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Continue. Thank you, Arthur. So, I, I, I used $1,000 to, 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 to prepare for the trip. So, I landed in Dubai midnight, around midnight, right? So, this friend who was supposed to come and pick me from the airport didn't show up. He told me at the last time that, oh, you know what? Last minute he told me, you know what? I'm sorry, but... Um, I left Dubai already. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean you left Dubai? He said, yeah, told you. Uh, I will send someone else to pick you, right? I'm like, okay, cool. But the thing that was difficult for me is that because Nina gave me $1,000, right? $1,000 and I used all the money for ticket, for visa. I, I arrived here in Dubai, I had $50 in my pocket, right? I arrived in Dubai, I have $50 in my pocket. And the guy who came and picked me, so he brought me to his place, who was at the time, they call it Shell. Was he from place. Cameroon? No, the guy was from Ghana. I think he was from Ghana, an African guy. So we stood up in front of the door, and then the guy is telling me, 
oh you have to pay for the bed for the the, the, the space for you to to, to. i'm yeah. like okay how, how how much does that cost and at the time i think it was like he told me it was like 400 something or 560 and i only had 15 dollars so i'm like bro you know what don't worry about that it's one o'clock because it picked me at midnight it's one o'clock get the money get the 15 dollars for now and in the morning i'm going to think what i can do to get you the rest of the money the guy's like nope i've done it before i'm not gonna do it again so you have to pay full money before you get in i'm like oh my goodness and and i'm telling you seriously we have spent four hours out in front of the gate just arguing over whatever was the rest of the money yeah, 70 dollars or something that's it that's it and i told him one thing i told him when finally agreed to let me in because anyway he was going to prepare himself and go to work now he started to worry about the fact that well what if now I leave and then this guy find another person or go to another room, you know? Mm -hmm. So he was like, okay, anyway, I'm going to work. It was six o'clock from midnight, six o'clock. I was in front of the gate. I came from for $70. So he said, okay, anyway, I'm going to work and just make sure that when I come back, you got money, you get my money. Okay. I'm like, okay, okay, no problem. And before he left, I told him that, listen, I'm not only going to pay your money. But I will make sure that I pay you three months in advance anytime. And whenever you have problem in your room, I'll be the one fixing the problem for you. He said, whatever, whatever. And that happened. Wow. Crazy story, right? How long ago was this? Uh, I stayed I stay over there. How, how, long I st how long ago did you arrive in Dubai? Uh, I arrived in Dubai in 2000, I think 2017, something like that. So only three years ago? No, 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 no. Now I'm in Dubai six years now. Oh, so you've been 2013? Yeah, I think 2013, so around like that. Okay, let's go back. Okay. Were you playing football in Cameroon? Yeah, in Dinamo. Were you playing uh, for a club? Yeah, I did, I did. Um, and also you're going to university. Yeah. Was yeah. there a certain amount of discipline involved in playing professional football in Cameroon and then was it any different playing professional football in Ukraine yeah that was that, that definitely a difference but um, now that you're taking me back to that that was a painful there's a painful story over there um, where I think that I, I've been struggling for a couple of years um, not trusting my dad anymore because I remember I was very talented seriously I was very talented playing football and till today when some of my friends can't believe that I'm not playing football anymore. So what happened is... You're 32, 3? 33. I'm going to get 33 on 17th of May. So what happened is that when football took over my, my life, right? So I was training more than I was going to school. I was training more than I was 30. And my mom just got pissed at that. She was like, you know what? I don't understand this football thing. Go to school, get a degree, and then work. That's all. That's all you have to do. So I was like, no, I want to play football. She said, she, one day she got my boot, every single thing for Three football. Months. She kept them away. She said, I don't want you to take this anymore. You have to go to school. You have to finish college. So my dad came to me, and oh, my dad is so cool, right? He's, he's a very cool man. He's a confident man. He can sell everything. So he came to me, looked at me, and then he said, son, um, would you like to play football? i like, yeah. It's like, how bad do you want to play football? i like, bad, 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 bad. He looked at me in the eyes, and then he said, I'm going to help you to play football if you finish college, and then you go to university. I promise you, I'm going to help you. I trusted my dad like 120%. I like, okay. From that moment, I never, never, never fell at school because I was so, so patient to wait that my dad's gonna help me to play football, right? And it didn't, it didn't help. He didn't even remember that. Conversation. That conversation. And yeah, of course, on, on the way, on the way, I was also passionate about school. Going to school was for me was good because I identified myself early 
um, some some of the people were living around my house, right? They were very successful, not really successful, but they were going to university, and then you know they they dress well, and you're like, yeah, as a young boy, I'm like, I want that, I want that for my life. So when I reached that level, also I started, I kind of forgot what that I wanted to play football, right? So I started to prioritize um, school, going to school, until the event of Ukraine came with the football thing again. I'm like. I had a dream like that. Yeah, planted a seed again. So you didn't get paid anything in playing in Cameroon. I did, I did, but just for a while. Not like I didn't do like three years on a row, right? Mm -hmm. I did. I I remember that I did one season full where I got paid, and then yeah, that that was it. That was it because that actually was the time that I started to play where people can pay for what I. For, for my for my profession you, you know? said you had an agent do you have an agent when you flew to ukraine or you got an agent when you were in no ukraine? i got an, an agent when i got to ukraine okay so you arrive and in ukraine and i've been there a number of times there's not that many colored people there mm -mm. so do you feel do you feel prejudice yeah sure yeah sure but not from the people living over there right because the people living over there they are so cool they are kind they are lovely people right but the system the system is not meant to help um the people who, who are what i mean people who are from africa and i never understood that because i said if i was a politician i would make it right because see university in ukraine is a big revenue right and guess what what are the people who are like bringing 80 percent of that revenue black people Correct. because we all go to do most of them that go to do um to study medicine and that costs a lot of money but we have nothing back so the people are cool they are kind they are lovely um they don't i i never i never be like treated like as a black person you know whatever we see in america never but the system itself is not just fair. Okay. Um, your savings, did that pay for the university in Ukraine? Yeah, I did. So my savings before leaving Cameroon, uh, I entrusted a friend before traveling. So I'd say, okay, this is my bank account. This is the thing mm -hmm. you have to do. And I will rely on you every single month, every single year. If I need some money, you just send it to me, right? So when I, when I flew, I had that my friend sending me money time to time from my from my account and when the account was empty I relied on my grandpa who was kind of the only person rich in my family and <laughs> until I got this beautiful letter when my grandpa told me hey listen you decided to go to Ukraine to travel on your own it is time for you to act like a man I can't anymore support you I can't anymore pay for your school. I can't anymore send you money for food. And that was so cool. <laughs> Wake up call. So did the friend, was he honorable? Did he take any money out of your account? Or no, he no. sent everything to no. you honorably? Good, very good friend. Oh, good. Very okay. good so you friend. didn't run away with the money? No, right? we did You just ran out of money? Yeah, I just ran out of money because I didn't have enough. I was 22. So that, that's the money that I just, you know, I accumulated from what? From 19 to probably 19 years to 22. Any time you think, what the hell am I doing here? Yes, How many sir. times does it cross your mind to keep going back? Oh, every single night. I can't tell you. I've been crying and I'm I'm just, just saying literally crying, for real, crying um, so many nights that I woke up in the morning, I have big eyes because I've been crying the whole night. That like for almost two years, like no one from my family knew what I was like. I didn't have any contact with people, not because I didn't want, but because I, I didn't have the money to put in the phone and call someone, right? The only person that I I used to speak with was my mom because I would just struggle, go to the construction things, and then I'll get some money. And I have I had the hope that whenever I die, my mom, I'm going to say, oh, mom, you know what? You have to do something. You have to do something to send me money. So I was just trying to squeeze whatever I, I could just collect maybe after three months right it's not something that I'll, I'll call my mom per week or no maybe after three months and the internet and was there but my mom didn't have you know the lectures or thing of having 
um, Facebook or mm-hmm. things like that. Technology. And um, football, playing football paid, right? Yeah. So it helped you financially a little bit. Right? Yeah, it did. It did. You found love. I found a love, but that was after. That, that, was, that was after, actually. <laughs> it was after. I found my wife, Svieta, when I came to Dubai, actually. Oh, really? I yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because one of the... I, I, had a, I had a principle, right? I had a principle once I got to Ukraine. I had a principle not to play with ladies. I didn't want to have any relationship. Distractions. Yeah, I didn't want to have any distraction, just like you put it. I didn't want. So I spent three and a half years in Ukraine in the middle of hot, beautiful ladies, but I never, never did anyone. And you go back to Dubai. Now we come to Dubai. Yeah. And how did you earn your first dough? How did you earn your first dollar? So I, I came to Dubai, crazy story. You wake up in the morning yeah. and you're thinking, what have I done? This friend's pissed off, whatever. On my own, don't know anyone. Huh. Now the big thing is that one pal me, honestly, I do believe in God. And without, you know, without treating any person who doesn't, right, in respect of mm-hmm. everyone. But I do believe in God. So there's something that I did when I was flying um, from Ukraine to Dubai. I wrote a letter, right? I wrote a letter to God. And that might be funny for some people, but it was important for me. So I said, God, I'm going to Dubai. And, and I, I, I think the letter is still somewhere in my stuff, right? I said, God, I'm, I'm going to Dubai now, and I want to play football. I want to play football. But, but if the football doesn't work, you take care of me gave me another job but you take care of me because this time i have to take um i have to to take my life in charge right so i came to dubai and i have one month visa so i spent the one month and i found my very very first job in a cafe the 30th day so it was like one day before i supposed to exit the country right so I found that job and this guy is like, hey, do you know how to make, Islami, do you know how to make coffee? I think that he pretended that I know how to make, I knew how to make coffee because I was a black guy. <laughs> like, do you know how to make coffee? I'm like, yeah, why not? I know. And he was like, okay, you know what? I'm looking for a head barista. You want to go okay, and be We're my Straight head. to the head barista. Yes, yeah, it's like, I want you to be my, my, my barista and then come and just, are you okay with that? I'm like, yeah. And then. But I had to go back to Ukraine though, because that was 30 and then 31st and then I'm out of, of I didn't want to get in, in trouble with the government here. So I was like, okay, you know what? Let me go back to Ukraine, prepare my visa. Whenever the visa is ready, you send it to me and then I'll come back. So that's what, exactly what happened. Who paid for the return flight? Yeah, it was, uh, it, was play, it was paid. You remember that Nina gave me 1,000, so I paid it. Yeah, I, but that was back to Ukraine. Who paid for you to come back to Dubai? Oh, now I paid myself now. Where'd you get the money? Well, I was still struggling. I went back to the struggle, right? So yeah. I went back to the struggle. So in my mind, I was like, okay, I, I'm going to get back. I'm, I'm definitely going to get back. This guy promised me to give me a work job. Something that didn't happen before one month, right? Mm-hmm. So I started to like, hey, man, did you, did you forget about me or what? So after one month, um, he sent my visa on and then I was like, yeah, okay, good. So it took a month after you went to Ukraine. took yeah. another month before he sent you the job. Yeah. What about the guy that who gave you the bed? Oh, that guy. I, I don't know what about him. <laughs> but, but, did no, you I, stay there for a month? Yeah, I did. I did, actually. And you paid him? I paid. I did him. I did. I did pay. I did pay. So what work did you do to pay him? Did you uh, borrow the money? Did you? No, from, from, I called my friend. I called mm-hmm. my girlfriend, the one who was holding my cash before, but the cash was done now. So I was like, hey, man. Just send me some. You have to, you have to help a brother here. I'm going to pay you back for that, but help me now. Have you paid everyone back? I did. I did. Not only with money, but Every. with word, with love. And the good thing is that I'm still friends with all of them. Amazing. And the lady who supported you, she made herself through university. Yeah, she made it. She's home now. She's home now. She got married two years ago. She's having two beautiful kids and we're still friends. Amazing. Change your life. So what pulled you through? What do you think? You have siblings, brothers and sisters? Oh, I do. Yeah, I do. I do. From my, from my dad, I have like uh, three siblings. All right. And from my mom, I have one. 
because my dad and, and my from both. Yeah, no, just you. Just me. I'm a unique person. So, <laughs> so your your dad and mom were not married. No, no. Oh. And then displayed it when I was something like a three years old. I see. So he wasn't there to support you 24/7. No, no. Uh -huh. My my dad my dad didn't have that that you know that type of relationship with me. And Do you think that's affected your personality? Um, I, I think that definitely affected my personality, right? Mm -hmm. Because um, I remember there was a time my mom just got into a relationship with a man that I didn't really appreciate, who was the father of my brother, right? I love my brother. He's my everything. But his dad and myself, we didn't have that, that you know, that Was he spark. jealous? Was he jealous? Him or me? He, was he jealous of you? I don't, I don't know if I can put it that way, but I just know that we didn't get along together, right? It wasn't a good match. But well, you were young. Yeah, Very I young. was young. I was around 15, 17. Mm -hmm. But, but at, at that age, I was already fighting, right? I was already fighting for my right. So we, we didn't really have... Is he still around? Um, I think he'll leave now. He probably lives in some way, but not in Cameroon. Not with your mom anymore? No, not with my mom. And he's blaming me for that. No, I was the same with my stepdad. Sorry? He was jealous of me. My mum remarried. Oh, you okay. And he was jealous of me. And he was a nightmare. I was only 13. And um, when it all ended after eight years, oh. he, was a, he was an alcoholic. Uh, I got the blame for everything. Yeah, and you just, just take the burden and move on, don't you? That's, that's similar. That's yeah, similar because till now he's still blaming me. He's like, he's not anymore with my mum because of I me. had lots of... Um, on set things and he went and died oh. so I, I wish I had, I had my chance to go back and have a chat okay but he got out he left UK and went to America got Alzheimer's and died but um, it was a cruel cruel period yeah cruel period yeah, it's, a, it's a difficult period honestly um, I think when you were talking about the fact that if if, if that situation affected my personality I think I, I have to out of that situation so many lessons and one of the things that I'm holding tight on is I, I don't want to I don't want another man to raise my kids right I don't want another man to raise my kid I don't it's not like I think that other people are evil but I believe that no one can take care of your kid just like you even if they are even if they have a good heart it's not possible it's not gonna happen Wow, beautifully put. So you came here. How did you find your wife? Huh, how do I find my wife? How is she happened to be Ukrainian? That is a crazy story. <laughs> so I'm on the internet, right? I'm on the internet, on the web, and I'm on my Facebook page. So I see this lady posting changing Africa, right? Something like, I can't remember exactly the title, but it was like changing Africa or impacting Africa. And for me, it's like, yeah, there are so many things that is going to take you just one second to piss me off. It's like, whenever you try to underrate me, whenever you try to ignore me, whenever you try to talk down to me or to someone I love, then I'm mad, right? So I'm like, hey, I've been living in Ukraine for almost four years and, and more than four years because I've been living there for three and a half years. But since I've been going back and going yeah. back and going back. So I've been living like half of my, my time in, in Ukraine. And you're talking about changing Africa. Africa is a continent. It's not a country, right? It's a big, large continent. How can you just small Ukraine's one person can change? So I texted back the lady. I was so mad. I'm like, hey, listen, I've been in your country and you can't say you're going to change Africa, right? You can't say that. Why did she want to change Africa anyway? What, what Sorry? Was, what was her point? Oh, she was part of a missionary trip. Okay. All right. So my wife had been doing this lovely job for over six years, going to country, Kenya, Africa, India, Tanzania. From the church? Yeah, from the church. Okay. Helping people wow. to, to build themselves up. So wow. that was one of our missions. But she was based in Dubai? No, she was, she was in Ukraine. She was oh, based really? In Ukraine. Oh, she was okay. just traveling. Okay. Well, you were here in Dubai? Yeah, I was here. Wow. So okay. we, the story start from there. The story start from there. So I texted and then she texted back. She was like, oh, I'm so sorry that I hurt your feeling. Um, I, actually, I'm not the one who choose the title. I'm just 
I'm just part of the mission, or you know, but I'm not mm-hmm. the one who choose the part. And if I offended you, if the title offended wow. you somehow, somehow, please wow. forgive me. And I was like, wow, that's, that's not the response you expected. Yeah, that exactly. That's not the response I was expecting. I was like, oh, okay, okay, no problem. Uh, okay, uh, apologies accepted. <laughs> and you just got talking. And then, yeah. How long were you courting before you decided to? Three months. So three months we've been talking back and forth, back and forth, and I was like, hey, you know what? Um, I want to see you. I, I want to come back. And at that time she was in Kenya, so I couldn't, we couldn't meet. And then she told me, okay, I'm going to go back probably in three months and then to Ukraine. Yeah. So we can meet and talk. I was like, okay. So we, we've been talking for three months, six months now. And I was like, no, I want to marry you. So I went to Ukraine. When I went to Ukraine for the first six months, I proposed, right? I proposed. And then I came back to Dubai, and then the next three months we got married. You met the family? Yeah, 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 I did. The first time I did, uh, when the dad, first I went to the dad. They were cool, they were happy. And then I asked them if I can. Yeah, they were cool, happy. They're like, hey, our daughter never brought someone home, right? So, and we know how she's difficult with, with, with men so if she's taking you home we don't have to question you also I played I played a guy who doesn't speak Russia okay that is my secret oh so you could hear what they were saying right and and they can't ask me questions mm. <laughs> you've had no problems with them since everything's no, been no everything full was support yeah everything. full support so you brought your wife here with no job and you working as a head barrister Oh yeah, that I, I did work for like a head barista for one and a half years. And after that I was like, okay, you know what? It's good. Now that I know that um and I had a difficult we didn't talk about that, but I had a difficult here because the, the football thing came back anyway, right? So I started to train with a team in Dubai and Which one? Um that was nice effort. So he's, he's a very good guy who's um, having a team in Dubai and helping some black people to come together and play and train them so he can take them to team for, for trial. Almost like scouting. Kind of something like that, exactly. So I've been giving into that so much that at a point I, I couldn't keep up with my job, right? So when I was talking about a head barista thing, it's not like, we, I didn't start head barista. Mm-hmm. So the guy picked me, he was like, okay, come and be a barista in my, in my thing. And one day, he, I came, when, when I came back, I learned how to make coffee in two days. Sure. Okay, I, I've never touched a coffee machine before. I never came close to a coffee machine before, but in two days I've learned because I want, I want that job, right? Mm-hmm. I wanted the job, so I learned. And after two months, the guy said, the general manager came in and said, hey, you're good. We want you to be the head barista. We want you to train because they had at the time something like three or four branches. And they're like, we want you to go everywhere and train people. Okay. I'm like, okay, good. And after three months, they wanted to promote me to be assistant manager, right? And that's the time where the, the football thing came back. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not ready. I don't want that. I want to play football. And I started to, to do kind of... Um, would you allow me to, to leave work maybe three hours early because I have some training? And because I was so good at what I, I was doing, and she was like, okay, you, you, you can go. You can go. We can allow you to do that. And, and after a couple of months, I was like, okay, do you know what? I'm not going to work this for full month. She was like, okay, but well, we're not going to pay. I was like, yeah, I'm fine with that. So I didn't get paid because that was the month of trial. I was ready to go to trial. And the trial was even that. Like, honestly, it wasn't that. It wasn't that kind of trial you and I would expect when we talk about football, right? So people they don't explain things just exactly as they are. So at that period of moment, I I've just lost that position of assistant manager, and there's nothing in football. So I was like, God, what am I doing? So I took one month to go back home. Home being Cameroon. Yeah, that was my very first trip after almost five, six years out. I went back home because I needed to see my family. I needed my mom. I needed to see people that I love. And I went back. I got some love. And then I came back. When I came back, I was like, okay, guys, you know what? I need that assistant manager thing. And then they were like, no, too late. We can't give it to you. Uh, fortunately, God bless. Um, I had someone else 
um, another entrepreneur who saw me before, we, we had a conversation six months um, ago because he was having a business at the beach, um, a beach club, right? So one day during my break time as a barista guy, I went down and then I look at the business and I was like, well, these people, they can make some, some more money, right? There's, there's a room for improvement. So I knew who was the, 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 owner. the, the owner of the thing. So he came to drink his coffee, to take his coffee like usual. So I like, hey, man, I, I'm not saying anything, right? I'm just sharing the idea with you. I've been down to your business. I think that this, 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 this could work for you, right? And then the guy's like, okay, it's making sense. Well, I'm sorry we can't, uh, we can't employ, we are not employing you now, but I'll consider what you say. Thank you. So the same guy after six months now, when I came back and then these people are telling me that, oh no, we can't give him the position. The guy texted me, we're like, hey, are you still interested to work with us? Because now we have a position for you. Wow. We want to make you the manager. Same time. Same time. Do you want to be a manager of the beach club? I'm like, yeah, I'm here. So I started to work with those wonderful people and I did two contracts for them. Beautiful contracts. I've learned a lot. And it was a good journey. Beach club still going or now it's shut because of the crowd? Yeah, the, the beach still going. The beach still going. The beach still going. When did you get into personal development? <sighs> got into personal development long time ago, right? Long time ago, but I think that I didn't know that I want that is what I wanted to do. Very at, at a very long at a very young age, I, I got into it because I was so passionate about people understanding how the brain of people work. And, and mind me, my dad is, one more time, my dad is the one who put me into management school, business school, right? I wanted to do, I wanted to be like, like a psychologist or something that I, you know, that's what I wanted to do, to understand the brain of, of people. So I started early to read some book. I wasn't reading a lot, but I was reading book was like close to the mind of people. But when I came to Dubai, there's one thing that I understood at the very beginning is that there's a difference, right? There's a difference in the town. I can see people who are working in a restaurant who are only black. And I can see why people who are working, what, choosing some different job. Why is that? And I started to just to analyze and i didn't like it right i didn't like it i think that work supposed to be something balanced something mixed up i don't care it's like restaurant black white yellow everyone's supposed to be there so if in one category i can only find some people over there that means there's a problem somewhere and are you guys you're not so good to be fine in different category or maybe i don't know you want to find out i wanted to find out so I understood, and, and, and I had this one night, a conversation with, with an elder, someone that I, I didn't know very well, but I just got introduced to him because he was doing something in the building when I was now living with my friend Michael. So he came and he was like, I'm having two uh, master's degree, but I'm working in a cleaning something factory and my salary is like 1,800 dirham. And I got hurt, like $450 a month. Yeah, I was like, geez, I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want that. So from that moment, I think that the click was there. I was like, okay, you know what? Let me be different. Let me, let me stop to do whatever these people are doing because we might talk about a system that the system is not right, but I don't want to believe that the system is not right. Right. I don't care about how the system has been settled. I want to set the system now. So I, I've seen the people on the other side, right? I've seen the people on the other side and I've seen what they used to do every single day. It was completely different from what the people on this side are doing. Right. So I say, okay, you know what? I might, I might be from this side, but now that. I'm yeah. going to think just like that side. Mm -hmm. And I started to read, like I started to read and, and, you know what? When I decided to get into personal development, like fully, fully committed, oh, you have no idea. I invested $20,000 in one program. 
in a well-known coach until today i didn't get that money i didn't get the training and the money's gone yeah the money's gone u.s no it was twenty thousand dirham but for me it was a u.s coach or yeah 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 yeah, yeah. u.s coach tell me later yeah i'll tell you i'll tell you and the money was gone and i was you chased them and they ignoring you wow yeah i chased his company himself like in, on instagram like hey man i i do understand that the people who are leading your company might be different than you they might not have your same but now instagram is you right could you just acknowledge me could you just say something and um, I, nothing nothing he doesn't wear glasses does he no 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 <laughs> he's got black hair yeah, yeah. No, no. He hasn't got black hair. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, I'll right. tell you later. Don't worry. Uh, that, that's not. <laughs> so, and and I could have been stopped by that because that was big money for me, right? Yeah. At that time, it was big money for me. I didn't pick twenty thousand on the floor. It was my dream yeah, going. You worked hard. Yeah. No, yeah, it's happened to you a few times, right? So, yeah. looking back at your life, and you're still a very young man. And I'm old enough to be your dad. Thank you. Dad and son. Um, had, had, has God given you a gift, do you feel? Yeah, definitely. What's that gift? Gift of connection. To connect with people. To hear people. To hear them. Because right now you are pretty much fully booked with clients. I watch you, I listen to you, uh, and I see you Zooming people all over the world. Yeah, so... Uh, nothing but respect for you, man. Thank so you. tell me what you mean by connect, because it's not co- easy to connect by Zoom. It's not easy to connect distance and, and in, online. How do you do it? So what's, what's this gift, and how does it help your clientele? I, I think that the gift, the gift, if I have to put it in one word, would be human. So every single day, the skill that I work had on every single day is to be more human what do i mean by being more human is i understand that people are not supposed to be who i am right we are all different we have different struggles and the only way that i can appear real to you as a human is if i'm able to understand what is going on in your brain so i don't try to judge people even though their beliefs might be different from my belief but I always want to understand from which point they are moving from the starting point right because having a house with your dad and your mom makes you someone having a house without your mom and makes you someone else right so people are all different so I mean being a human for me is what is your story what are you trying to tell me right why, why are you the way that you are? And I put myself into your shoe and I say, okay, I feel that. Probably if I was starting just like you, I would act the same. Which is what so many people they don't do, right? They don't want to know where you're coming from. They don't want to know what happened before in your life. And they're just like judgmental, right? They're like, this is right and this is the standard you have to follow. Yeah, I'm happy to follow the standard, but if I give you my past, would you have the parameters to follow the standard right now? Maybe I need three years, maybe I need four years to adjust myself, right? Before I can be able to follow the standard. So what you find out, people like and trust you because you don't judge and you listen to them, you walk their path, okay? What kind of clients come to you with what problems and troubles? Mostly, mostly people, people, I have like two, two type of client, right? So I do live performance coaching, right? So I have people who are having personal challenges that, that's, that regards life. And then people who are having performance challenges that is toward work, right? But at the, at the end of the time, I always tell to people that it doesn't matter. That's why I choose life performance coaching. Why? Because I think that if you just do, um, performance coaching there's something wrong with you something would be wrong with you because we see today so many people who are successful at what they do like they are ceo they are entrepreneur they are owners and they are killing at the game but when you just if they do invite you home that's something you don't want to see 
And you see people who are so good at home, having loving kids, but they can't provide, but they can't go forward. They have, they have so many other problems at work, right? So what I do with people is that I work on both levels. So I want to make sure that you're the best um, employee, the best owner, the best CEO that you could be in your... And then the best husband, the best father, the best And make mother. sure that you go back because remember, I have... I have that wound, right? I have that wound of family, family wound. So I always want to make sure that people, it's not about just work, just just being the boss or just, just making work. Now, I want to make sure that you go back home and then you have a beautiful family waiting for you. Wow, because we're capable of creating anything, right? Yeah. Amazing. One thing I notice is that there's not one ounce of negativity that comes out of your mouth. I've worked with people and one of my downsides is when I see a superstar, I want them within my circle and I see you and, and over the last few months we've known each other, because I've been busy, I have not had a chance to spend as much time, quality time with you as, I think this is the first time this year you and I have spent <laughs> quality time together without interruptions and a thousand yeah. phone rings. Not once you pull the face, not once you made me feel bad, not once you came to me and said, hang on, this is what you promised you haven't done so. And that just makes me love you more. Yeah. Right. So what's the, what's the trick? What's, what, what is that? Because anybody else would say, oh, then they start blaming. You didn't do this, Darius. You didn't do that. And then that relationship goes sour. But I've never even had the feeling. And because of that, I feel even more bad that I'm not spending <laughs> more time with you. Does that make It's working. Whatever you're doing, it's working. But what's the difference? Well, I think that one, one, one thing is I do believe that right things come at the right time. <clears throat> when you put the right amount of effort, right things come at the right time, right? So if I work toward a goal, I am not in charge of the other person part of job, right? I have to make sure that my part is fully played well, right? And then I look at you. And then I look at you. Now, the other thing is that I have to understand that we don't have the same sense of urgency in all areas of our lives, right? So every single per person is having one, two, three, four, five, ten projects. And all those ten projects that don't have the same sense of urgency tag right now the thing that i do is that i don't want to be a selfish person right i don't want to be a selfish person you have people that do have a family that they have to feed out of whatever they are doing in their life every single day now so is it it is not fair for me to come and say hey you know what we're supposed to do this thing and we're supposed to do it right now no it's not fair right it's not fair because I don't know, I, I don't know exactly what you're doing right now to provide but for you. You're not thinking anything negative. You're thinking that he's doing the best he can. That's what it. happens in most people, I find, they think negative. Okay. They label, oh, he, he's lying, he's not telling the truth, he overcommitted, he didn't do this, he didn't do that. Are you with me? What yeah. I notice with you is whenever you talk about anyone, you never say anything negative about them. You always give them the, you know, in good faith. You, you believe that they're good people. I, I love to believe in people, right? Because people believe, people believe in me. And you've been hurt. You've been hurt. You've been lied to. You've been stolen from. Yeah, but I, I won't, you know, I won't let people define who I'm going to be in life, right? I, I, won't, I won't just become bitter because someone hurt me in the past. That, that's something I'm definitely not going to do. So. Have I been holding you back last few months? No, no, no. You've been pushing me. Really? Yeah, you've been pushing me. You have no idea. I would hate to think that I've come to your life and I've slowed you down. No, no, no. Actually, you, you're helping me to press, to press on the gas now. I haven't right? even started. Because yet. exactly, because one, one thing that one thing that you're good at is 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 the part that I'm not good at, and I think that well, that is one of the reasons why we 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 we, we 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 come together to help people. To match to help them match this lifestyle part that I can play, and I will help them there. And you, that performance money side and you know revenue side, 
which I'm not good at, right? So when I say this last, this last uh, month you've been pushing me, that exactly like you are like, what what are your numbers, right? How much are you making now? Huh? How many clients are there? Give that, me the numbers. That, give, give me the, the numbers. numbers give yeah. me the numbers, right? Have you got the numbers? For me? I got a number for you. You got you got to WhatsApp it. <laughs> what happened is, ladies and gentlemen, I asked uh, Pascal to tell me because I noticed that he loves people and he gives a lot of his time complimentary and and he shouldn't because he should value himself far more than he does and he's earning a certain amount of money he's comfortable but i think he can earn more so i've been asking to give me the numbers so we can look at his conversion rates how many freebies he does how much he charges and you're going to get him to earn a lot more money for the same at least the same amount of effort that you're putting in there so um we've been over an hour my friend oh really should yeah. we do this but <laughs> we share the office right so I might as well do this more often <laughs> we should what I would like to do, I want to commit this on air. Uh. I want you and I go through all our contacts yeah. and invite people to be interviewed by either me, by you, or both of us. Okay. And let's push these amazing messages out to the public. Let's do that. Yeah, I don't think, I really hand on heart believe that we're doing this unconditionally. I really believe, I've seen you at work, and I don't need this for the money. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. need to spend hours a week doing this for the money. I, I, this is my legacy for my kids. Know. You know, when I go, I wanted to look at this podcast and remember that his voice and his energy and his values. And um, let's do that, should we? Yeah. Let's let's yeah. accelerate this. And, In. Um, yeah, I think the, the world needs us right now, especially yeah. now. Yeah. People I know who are successful, they're actually making more money than ever did before. Yeah. But unfortunately, the masses listen to the news and the negativity and the viruses and another virus and another virus. And, and it, it's doom and gloom and it's like the world's ending. And it's not. It's not. It's a new chapter. So um, thank you. Thank you. for. We have so much more to talk about. Bro. We will. <laughs> uh, we're going to try to keep this just over an hour. And then we'll do another one next week or the week after. Yeah. If that's okay, yeah, yeah. And then we'll just do them regularly. We'll connect with all, uh, most of my, let's go through all my contacts. Yeah. We'll connect with them and bring them in. Because one thing I've noticed is that there's a common factor with all the people, and the people I interview, they're all successful in life, mm -hmm. unless they're in financially. They're optimists. They're optimists. Yeah. The world could be falling around them, but they're optimists. They see opportunity everywhere. And I think we should just spread that news more and more and go massively public with it, yes. And if we attract any clients, fantastic. If we make one person happy today by listening to this podcast, and they do around the world, uh, that's just my ultimate goal. Is that okay with you? That, that's fine, that, yeah. that's just fine. Meanwhile, I've seen you do miracles. Um, you're not one that speaks like for a session that you speak for an hour. You speak very clearly to the point and to the heart from the heart. So. I've got um, half a million viewers and listeners. If they want to connect with you, how can they do that today? Oh, today, um, they, they can easily do that on my Instagram page, Mboa um, slash um, official. And, uh, Could you spell that, please? And yeah. we, we will put it as a subtitle underneath as well. Okay. M-B-O-A official. Just O double F. Mboa official. Yeah, okay. Mboa official. Or they can go to my website, which is still the same name, www.boapascal.com. Amazing, amazing. My friend, absolute honor. My brother, absolute honor. Thank you so much. Thank you, Yahya. And we'll see you next week.